Hello and welcome to the Inner Work Conversation. I am Nikki Cross, a personal development expert with over 18 years experience developing leaders, entrepreneurs and business owners. Think of this podcast as your weekly dose of the inner work to get you out of your own way by helping you take what you learn here and put it into practice so you can truly thrive in life and in business. And by the way, before we dive in, if you want to work with me and take this work even deeper, just pop me a message and inquire about my services or head to tlb.org.uk UK, TLB stands for Thrive Life and Business, where you'll find all the information that you need. So without further ado, let's get stuck in. Hello, welcome back to the Inner Work Conversation. I'm Nikki Cross, and today I'm talking about something that is really, really serious. The impact of today's conversation are impacting my own clients in a huge way. I'm talking today about a topic that is massively impacting my one-to-one clients and something, and, and by the way, when we are working through this, the impact of them doing this work is quite literally life-changing. The topic that I want to talk to you about today, the best way that I can summarize today's conversation is the sentence, I am petrified of them not being happy with me. Now, please don't forget that the people that I work with are in leadership positions. So they either are in a position in employment where they are autonomous with the decisions they make, the way that they make decisions around their time, or they are a business owner and therefore same, right? And that sort of adds to the pressure a little bit because their title, their the sort of way that they are positioned in the world, particularly in business, looks like they shouldn't care as much about what other people think. But on the inside, every move they make, every action they take, every decision that they move forward with, every thing that they avoid, all of the difficult conversations they're avoiding, all of the all of the sort of weight of the expectations of others that they're carrying on their shoulders, all of the things that they're doing and not doing, it's all coming from this place of, I just want to make sure that everyone, that I'm not giving anyone a reason to be unhappy with me. And as long as I can do that, I'm safe. As long as I can do that, everything is fine. And I'm creating this episode. I've only got a few points to make, so I actually don't know how long it's going to be, but I'm creating this episode as your nudge to say that this isn't a healthy place to come from. If you're in business and you are listening to this introduction of this episode thinking, she's talking about me. I want to let you know that the way that you're operating, A, it can be worked through. Like, I just want to give you a little bit of hope there. It absolutely can be worked through. And I'll I'll give you a few pointers at the end of this episode as to some of the work that I do with my own clients. But I first want to take a step back and let you know what it's costing you. Because it may feel like these are, this is the safest way for you to play, right? It might feel like the safest way for you to play and the most hassle-free way for you to navigate business is for, to, to reduce the amount of the others can be unhappy with you, to reduce the amount of disappointment that you give to others, to reduce the amount of rejection that you might face, to to reduce the amount of failure in inverted commas that you might experience. And I want to say that all of that, you navigating business in that way, in making sure that 
every choice you make, every decision you make, every email you send, every time that you decide to work late, every boundary that you don't uphold with yourself, all of that is costly. It's costing you because number one, you're doing things that you do not want to do. You're doing things, you're investing your time, your energy, and your attention in things that you don't want to do. And you will probably, if you were on a call with me, you would probably be telling me that you didn't have a choice. And it's on these coaching calls where I start to show my clients, you recognize that that's a choice, right? You've, you've been saying all of this time and upholding the belief all of this time that, oh, well, I have to do these things, I don't have a choice. And actually, what we uncover is the amount of choice that you really do have. And the reason that you've led yourself to believe that you don't have a choice is because the option of asking other people to support you or step up or do better is actually not an option in your world because that option would require you to be safe and comfortable with the fact that you might upset someone somewhere or you might displease someone somewhere. And therefore you've sort of, voided that. You've null and voided that as an option and therefore you've led yourself to believe that isn't an option for you and therefore the only option is for you to swoop in. The only option is for you to be doing things that you don't want to do because you've sort of counted out all of the other options because they might lead to this inevitable place where other people aren't happy with you. Other people have an opinion of you that you don't like. This whole concept, right, of people-pleasing, I want to sort of put a put a a stick in your spokes on that bike. We often, you know, if you're in an interview and the interviewer says, "Tell me one of your weaknesses," and you say, "Oh, my weakness is perfectionism. I'm just such a perfectionist." It's almost like this weakness that could be a strength. You know, it's like the weakness that we all like to say is a strength. Uh, the strength that we all like to say is a weakness because actually, what we're in, what we're inadvertently saying to that interviewer is. And I really do things very, very, very well. Yeah, I'm a perfectionist, but okay, people pleasing, it's the same. People pleasing is actually a really, really selfish act. And you might be sitting there listening to this episode thinking, what? People pleasing? I'm doing it all for them. I'm I'm bending over backwards for them. I'm not doing I'm doing things that I don't want to do for them. I'm jumping in for them. I'm 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 taking it all on myself for them. No, you're not. No, you're not. You're people pleasing to manipulate and control their opinion of you. Let me say that again. You are people pleasing from a place of wanting to control and manipulate their opinion of you. That's why you're people pleasing. That's why you're jumping in. That's why you're swooping in. That's why you're being hypervigilant in, is everything okay? Have we ticked all the boxes? Have you done what you're meant to do? Have you sent that email? Let me see the email. Let me be involved in your work. You know, my clients who have teams, one of the key things that I see as a trend in all every single one of them is the amount of micromanaging that they're doing to make sure that other people can't be unhappy with them. And they dress it up as, yeah, but we've got a reputation to protect. Yeah, but this, yeah, but that. And all of it comes from a place of you are not willing to be misunderstood. You're not willing for other people to be unhappy with you. You're not willing. So all of this people pleasing comes from a place of wanting, wanting to control what other people actually think of you. So your people pleasing tendencies, therefore, they're not a selfless act. You're not being selfless when you are people pleasing. In fact, you're being very selfish because you're trying to manipulate and control 
everyone else's opinion of you because you're not comfortable yourself with being misunderstood. You're not comfortable yourself with saying no to them and facing their the discomfort of them not being happy with you. You're not, you, you will not ask them the difficult questions and have the difficult conversations. And you'll say to me, yeah, but I don't want to be that kind of manager. I don't want to be a bitch. I don't want to be an asshole with my clients. And my challenge to you is always going to be, you can go about upholding healthy boundaries in a way that is beautifully respectful to them and to yourself. But instead, you won't do that because what you're avoiding is the discomfort of them being disappointed in you, the discomfort of them not being happy with you. And what I want to highlight to you in this episode is when you're petrified of other people not being anything but happy with you, you will do things that you don't want to do. You'll jump in. You'll be feeling hyper vigilant, hyper vigilant. When someone walks into your space, when you get an email from someone, the immediate thing that you'll be thinking is, are they unhappy with me? You will be checking your emails on an ongoing basis, not to say, not to, not to come from a place of grounded service, but service, sorry, not surface, service, but instead to just to make sure that other pe- everyone else, everyone's happy with me. There's no complaints. There's no tone in their email of them being dissatisfied with me. And I'm here to say in this episode that is costing you in business. It is costing you your energy. It is costing you your time. And it's probably costing you money. You will be over delivering. You will be spending time, pouring time over little details that really don't matter. You will be making sure that you're not asking for support for fear of being needy, for fear of other people thinking that you can't handle it. You are continually trying to control the narrative of what other people think of you. And all of that is costing you so much in business, yeah, but also in your inner world as well. The price you pay for their approval is a really significant one. And at this stage, if you're listening to this episode thinking, this episode belongs to me, this episode is where I'm at, I am absolutely encouraging you, if you have the resources to do so, come and do this work with me. Because one of the things that we will work together on is unshackling you from the inability of being able to sit with the discomfort of them not always being pleased with you. And if you are someone who owns your own business and shows up online, this is probably going to impact your visibility, your authentic visibility as well. But for those of you who are here for the free stuff, for those of you who want to listen to this podcast and get to the tips around this, I have three things that I want to say to you. All of this indicates the work that is to be done. When I get a consultation call through, or when I get onto a consultation call and I look at someone's form and I, uh, the form that they've filled in and I listen to the words that they're saying, it indicates to me that number one, the work to be done here is around building your self-concept. That is number one. What do I mean when I say self-concept? What I really mean there is, who do you think you are? Quite often what we're doing when we outsource what we believe about ourselves to what other people believe about us, is we are basically saying, I am okay 
only if you say that I'm okay. I'm worthy when you say I'm worthy. I am enough when you say I'm enough. And therefore, what we do on an ongoing, what, what you will find your general week, if I was a fly on the wall, what you will find in your week is you are navigating your week, not by what you want or, or actions directed by what you think are the right thing to do, but instead you will be responding, reacting constantly to what comes in. You will be you. You will a hundred percent be hijacked. Your calendar and your time will be hijacked, and you will probably feel resentful of it. So when I say developing your self concept, what I really mean by that is pulling back away from outsourcing your opinion on yourself to what other people think of you, and instead starting to build a really secure foundational concept of what you believe to be true about you. In fact, let me reword that, what you know to be true about you. The biggest and most foundational piece of work that I do with my own one-to-one clients when they start to work with me is I start to help them to build a foundational knowledge, a deep, deep knowing about what they know is the truth about who they are. And from that place, then we start to do the work. So my first tip for you in this episode is I want you, as you go through your week, when you wake up, when you open your eyes, I want you to start finding the knowledge inside of you of who you know you are. It sounds like this. I know that I'm great at what I do. I know that I care, deeply care about the people who are impacted by the work that I deliver. I know that my standards are high, they're excellent. And I also know that I'm not willing to compromise on excellence. I also know that my boundaries around the work that I do are really secure and it is safe for me to feel secure in my boundaries. It is safe for me to know that even when I have to say no to others and they might be displeased with me, that is a reflection of how they feel about my decision. It's not a reflection of who I am inherently as a human. These are the kinds of discussions that you can have with yourself, but these discussions are not gonna happen as you are committed to outsourcing your opinion of yourself in terms of, um, to, sorry, what other people think of you. Yeah, if you're committed to having an opinion of yourself based on what other people think of you, there is going to be no room for you to practice tip one. And that's where most of the people who come to work with me, who who struggle with these kinds of challenges, that's where the foundation of the work that we do together comes from. We build their self-concept. Tip number two, you have to start taking small steps in giving yourself evidence that it is indeed safe for other people to not be happy with you. There will probably be, and I'm no therapist and I do not allow my work to go anywhere near what a therapist would do. This is coaching. This is about forward moving. This is about building on that self-concept as opposed to digging into why your self-concept is how it is, which has probably been impacted by how you've been raised personally, professionally, the experiences that you've had, how you have... um, how you have interpreted those experiences. You know, I always talk in the inner work conversation about the truth. So when we have an experience in life and in business, sometimes we can skew the truth based on our insecurities, right? So let's say, for example, I um, am pitching something to, I don't know, if my boss and my boss goes, that's a piece of shit. That idea, 
awful. Why did you even present it to me? I can walk away. And as I start to relive those experiences, I can start to make that experience mean something about myself. Well, what that meant was I'm a failure. What that meant was my boss thinks that my work is rubbish. What that meant was I should probably never do anything like that again. This is where you'll get people who are petrified of things like public speaking, because they have probably taken an experience and skewed the truth And instead of going, that actually was a bit poor and therefore I've got work to do on my public speaking and I'm going to develop that skill, they'll start to make it mean things like, I I should never do public speaking again. I remember that time and all of their faces and they all, everyone in the room thought I was a dickhead, blah, 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 on and on it goes. What you have to do, tip two, you have to start giving yourself evidence that it is indeed safe for other people to not be happy with you. So where I started on this point was by saying, other people, right? You will have had experiences in your past, and I'm talking from childhood all the way through to whatever age you're at now. You will have had experiences that have really hurt, that if I unraveled them with you, you would see the pain that was caused from that moment where that other person wasn't happy with you. And you will start to make sense of why this is such a di- why this is such an uncomfortable feeling for you to feel other people not being happy with you. And so the work to do here is to start taking small, and I mean the smallest steps in giving yourself evidence that it is indeed safe for other people not to be happy with you. What do I mean by small steps? Okay, so for example, um, let's say, now firstly, when I say small steps, I don't mean extreme. And I know that might sound silly, like of course you don't mean extreme, but I think that what we can start to do when we go, okay, so I need to give myself evidence that it's safe for other people to not be happy with me, we start thinking, well, I don't want to be a bitch. I don't want to be horrible to people. And we swing the pendulum literally to the opposite end of the scale. That is not what I mean. What I mean is when someone sends you an email and says, I need that back by the end of the day, you say to them, hello, just an acknowledgement of your email. I'm not going to be able to read this properly until tomorrow. I noticed at the end of your email, you said you needed a response by the end of the day. I just wanted to set your expectations based on my current workload. Thank you for your understanding. This is the kind of small step that, and you know, in my episodes, when I say with my clients, we will use life and business as your playground for your development. This is exactly what I mean. We will literally use the experiences that you have every single day, the very small ones like this email, and we will use them as your um, toys (laughs) to facilitate your development. So tip two for you, take small steps in giving yourself evidence that it's safe for them to not be happy with you. It's safe to not please everyone. And you might theoretically understand that, but I'm, I'm asking you, Take what you're hearing in this episode and take action on it or come and do this work with me if you've got the ability to. Because I know that you know this knowledge-wise, theoretically. I know that you know this because you're not stupid. I know that you know this because it makes sense. But what I don't always believe is that with the knowledge that we have, we take action. And the reason that we don't take action, it's totally fair play because it's not easy. But, big but, it's imperative if you want to create change. 
absolutely imperative. If you want to create change, that change is not going to come from listening to podcast episodes, from reading books, from clicking like on LinkedIn posts and Instagram posts. Change ain't going to come from that. It's going to come from you actually doing things differently in life and in business and giving yourself evidence that it's okay, it's safe for that to happen. And tip number three, and I'm going to wrap the episode up here, but the third thing that I develop with my own clients is you have to learn the practice of slowing down your thoughts in order to see what is true and take action from that place. Usually when my clients get to me, what they have not developed is the skill of slowing down and actually noticing what is going on inside of them. And in order to take action that is grounded in self-confidence, that feels like something that you can back yourself in, that feels calm as opposed to chaotic and in response to a feeling that you want to run and hide away from, it's really imperative that you learn the skill of slowing down and being with your own thoughts and being discerning with what you're willing to experience in your inner world and take action from. I actually have a few episodes that I want to point you in the direction of if you want my support, but you haven't got the resources to work with me on a one-to-one basis. So I'm just going to read them out to you now on this last tip of learning the practice of slowing yourself down in order to take action from a better place. So the first um, episode that I want to direct you to is episode 144. Episode 144 is about stopping seeking permission. This is about always when you're always looking outside of yourself for the answers, for confidence, for the permission to go. What's very unnerving is unlearning this and starting to trust yourself, giving yourself permission, giving yourself validation. So that is episode 144. Um, If I can, I'll link these in the show notes. The next one that I want to direct your attention to is episode 138. Episode 138 is about you wondering why why are you procrastinating? Why are you people pleasing? Why can't you just do the thing? That is giving you an, an insight into how not to approach the inner work. That's episode 138. The next recommendation is episode 134. That is about how to say no in business if you are always saying yes. Now, this is directly linked to this episode today, the price that you're paying for other people's approval. Episode 134 is for those of you who are like, yeah, I'll do it. I can't turn it down. I haven't got the time to do what I want to do because I'm always doing what they need me to do. This is... um also one for people who have shiny object syndrome, for people who make decisions from scarcity and who really struggle to focus on what is important when making decisions on what they're saying yes and no to. So if you struggle with that, episode 134 is for you. And the last three recommendations before I wrap the episode up is episode 127, Do You Have Your Own Back? Episode 111, which is actually a workshop Episode 111 is a self-inquiry workshop. It's about you being on that third and final tip that I had for you around being being more intentional with your thoughts. This episode 111 is an inquiry workshop for you to uncover and explore your real beliefs, bringing the unconscious into the conscious, getting more intentional with the way that you speak to yourself, your time and understanding yourself more deeply. It's really, really powerful. It's difficult work. It's not easy work, but it's definitely worth it. And the last um, episode that I want to direct you to 
and then I'm going to let you go is episode 105, 105. Episode 105 is building self-assurance. This has attached to it some journal prompts as well. This is for those of you who lack self-assurance and therefore you have leaky boundaries that lead to resentment. You feel a really strong self uh, sorry, strong sense of self-doubt when you're making any kind of decision for fear of what they'll think and disappointing them. It's not fully owning what you really want because they haven't given you permission and encouragement. It's wanting to hide anytime you have to have a difficult conversation. It's looking out there for acceptance before you give it to yourself. It's about pushing through, using force, saying yes when you really mean no, all because you can't cope with the feeling of their disappointment. Obviously, that is probably the one that is most linked to doing this work. Guys, I cannot reiterate it enough. I give you so many resources here on the Inner Work Conversation for you to do this work, but I can't highlight to you and stress to you enough the level in which we're able to do this work together. is It's a completely different level when you are doing this work, being guided and supported by me in real time. So for those of you who are able to, who have the resources to, consider this your nudge, consider this your nudge. If you are making some headway with the free resources that I give you in the Inner Work Conversation, but you are ready, genuinely ready to take that to the next stage, I am opening my emails. I have got one-to-one spaces available. That is both for the Inner Work journey and also for Get Unstuck calls, which are the one-off calls. They are more for those of you who have a specific difficulty that should be easy and it's just bloody not it's challenging that you want some help getting over that's get unstuck the inner work journey is if you want to make significant long-lasting sustainable change that will literally change the way that you navigate life and business that's my one-to-one experience and the doors are currently open consider this your nudge to get in touch and start having discussions with me about the service that will be best suited for you So wrapping up there, I've got some great episodes coming up with some guests. So I really am excited to bring those to you. And please never forget, I am always cheering you on. And I really do hope that you are cheering you on too. loved having you with me today. Now it's over to you. There are three things you can do straight away. Number one, have a think about what one thing stood out the most in this episode and how you can use it to create change in your life and business and message it to me. Just a simple act of writing it out and sending it to someone who gets it is usually enough to keep you accountable to take the next steps. Number two, think of one person who'd really benefit from hearing this episode today and send it to them. Tell them I said hi. And lastly, don't forget, if it's your time to take this work to the next level, pop me a message and ask about my services and we can see what would be the best fit for you. And as always, please never forget, I am always cheering you on and I hope that you are cheering you on too.